Hey girl, what you doing? Hey girl, where are you going? Who's those girls? Who's that podcast? It's blueberry pancakes. Yay, that's Yay. Jamie Kimmick. <laughs> that's Callie Elkins. And we're two sisters who appreciate the best things in life, retrospecting the TV show New Girl. <laughs> right are you dancing? Why? All of that just <laughs> so like silly. It just came to me that we said we were going to dress up for this episode. (laughs) I thought about it like maybe like 20 minutes before we were supposed to record. I'm like, that was a dumb idea. (laughs) It was to dress like each other. We're dressed like lazy podcasters. So I think think it worked out. (laughs) You know, you were talking about your clothes earlier and we were were just talking about like basically a perspective thing. But I was thinking about it. It was thinking about your story. But wearing my clothes, like I were <laughs> in your shoes, I would know. I can't explain it. <laughs> anyway, that's really something about it. Yes, <laughs> perfect. Well, happy Halloween episode. <laughs> happy Halloween. <laughs> you scared me for a second. I was like, oh no, it's Halloween. But I was. It's only because it's Easter in real life is coming up, like uh-huh. soon, it's like this weekend. This weekend so I, yeah. I, and that totally snuck up on me when I found that out the other day. And I was like, just for a split second, when you said happy, I was like, oh gosh, oh, I didn't plan anything. For Easter. <laughs> Easter fine. man. It's not a big deal. I just, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's all good. Keaton. You're all good. The Halloween episode is Keaton as in Michael. Season Michael, the actor, (laughs) season three, episode six, October 24th, 2013 is the the perfect time. I get in the mood for Halloween at like October 1st. Mm -hmm. What's the last holiday before Halloween? The last holiday before, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So there. It's like October 1st. I'm pretty rich. Then I'm ready for Halloween. I'm well, I'm always ready for Halloween. Anyway, do you want to know what happens during this yeah. episode? Yeah. Well, hang on. I was just going to so say many there, things. there isn't another episode on Halloween. That would be a week. Oh. Um, <clears throat> but the next episode doesn't air until November. That makes sense, I guess. They probably had some kind of Halloween special on. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Instead. Okay. <laughs> they gave the actors the day off. So it was <laughs> the holiday. Because that's how it works. Because that's how it show. works. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> All right. You tell us what happens. So, okay. So this <laughs> episode starts with Jess calling a secret meeting in we see 4C on the door of the mm-hmm. loft. And she pulls Nick in and Nick needs justification for meeting in an empty loft. Jess explains that she doesn't want Schmidt to know what she's about to tell them. And that's basically that they need to do something about Schmidt because he's having a hard time dealing with life after Cece and Elizabeth and the whole situation still 
<laughs> still ruining his life. All he does is sit on the TV, watch the news, and yell about how things don't matter and eat uh, cold cuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, plus, she's having a party tonight for Halloween, and she doesn't want him moping around, basically. So Winston suggests uh, that there's an option and Nick disagrees with Winston, but they, they tell Jess anyway about how when Schmidt was little, his mom, he was, oh, that's right. He was having a hard time with the divorce and his mom (laughs) had this wonderful idea to write a letter to him from a movie star um, to make him feel better. And so she chose Michael Keaton, the Batman. Of course, this was like the 80s when that movie just came out. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so then Child Schmidt and his mom posing as My- Michael Keaton become pen pals and write a bunch back and forth. And she keeps it up for years and years. And it really helps Schmidt get through some stuff. So then when Schmidt meets Nick in college, Nick kind of takes over this idea from Schmidt's mom to help him get more confidence with the ladies and and get through life, you know, in college and everything. (laughs) So again, I just want to clarify, Nick writes to Schmidt as Michael Keaton and Schmidt (laughs) believes he's pen pals with Michael Keaton. Okay. (laughs) So everything's clarified. So Jess is looking at this uh, whole thing and she's like, you guys, Nick, you cat, you're catfishing Schmidt. (laughs) And um, Nick explains that he'll never do it again. (laughs) Jess really wants them to do it again because he, she doesn't want um, Schmidt at the party, which is (laughs) semi-selfish. She also (laughs) wants the old Schmidt back. She doesn't want him to suffer anymore, but really it's an emergency situation. And she wants to come to the party because she's invited Cece. Cece will only come to the party (laughs) if she promises that Schmidt won't be there. So she, (laughs) she takes over somehow. (laughs) Nick doesn't realize that Jess is probably just going to continue on his computer. If he leaves it in her lap, open (laughs) and unlock or whatever, (laughs) but suspect she ends up with the computer and lo and behold, next time we see Schmidt, he's in a much better mood. He's not going to come to the party and ruin it. Cause his plan before was to basically like nothing matters. So screw you guys. I'll come to the party and you'll just have to suffer. Uh, he's decided that it doesn't matter anymore. Cause his best friend, Michael Keaton wrote him and he's just going to catch up with him for the night instead. <laughs> so uh I can't even like what something ensues that basically Jess oh Nick gets mad at Jess for pretending to be Michael Keaton and using his whole thing and because he said he wasn't going to do it they're too powerful they have to basically take it back so she tries to take it back by telling Schmidt that Michael Keaton's going on vacation and that's not okay either because now Schmidt's been abandoned by his best friend and he's going to come to the party again. So they have to fix it. Jess 
and Nick tried to fix it with Michael Keaton and it almost works. But then Schmidt discovers what's going on and that Jess and Nick have been writing him as Michael Keaton. So he comes to the party as a little like F you guys. And um, they try to get him away from the party by continuing to pretend to be Michael Keaton because they don't know that he knows at this point and just decides that she must dress up as Batman. She must. She must. This is the only solution because she's, she's also drunk. drunkenly sent emails to Schmidt as Michael Keaton that made no sense at all. She's It's a stall until they can come up with a better plan, which the stall was to tell him that He's in grave danger and to leave where he's at and that Michael Keaton will be there and meet him in 30 minutes. Meet him in 30 minutes. Yeah. Horrible, horrible ideas. So then trick-or-treaters come. She steals a little kid's Batman costume and (laughs) decides she's going to pretend to be Michael Keaton. Nick tries to convince her that that's a bad idea because she's 5'4 and does not the stature of Michael Keaton. And is dressed up like Batman, which doesn't make any sense. If that was really him, he wouldn't come in. Batman. Will you listen to your woman voice for one second? <laughs> At first it's like, oh, he's mansplaining, but then right. it's like, oh no. Well, and like, she was, she's a woman just had, voice. Like, a slurry like, sentence. So it's almost like, I'm the Batman. Also, like, <laughs> as, oh, that was a funny line. So Schmidt comes out of the building and Nick directs his attention towards Jess pretending to be Batman, Michael Keaton, and eventually Schmidt just uh, finds out about it all, like, or exposes them. Um, He's super kind of pissed off, but then Nick tells him, or Jess, no, yeah, Nick decides he must tell him it's actually been this whole time. It's not been Michael Keaton. So Schmidt's just basically like extra heartbroken standing there in the street. They're in the sidewalk by this point and Cece walks up and it's so rough for everyone, but Cece is there and um, Schmidt turns around and basically gets beat up by a bunch of kids because he accidentally gets beat up by a bunch of kids. Um, and so it's trouble, real trouble. So um, Jess apologizes to Cece because she promised she didn't know that Schmidt was going to be there. And Cece tells her that she actually feels like she got closure by seeing him. So it's all good there. <laughs> and then Schmidt, despite telling everyone that everything's all good, has decided he's going to move out of the loft. <laughs> so he packs some bags and says goodbye to Nick. <laughs> And then Nick and or Jess and Winston come out while he's leaving and he stops and says his final goodbye and turns around and goes into 4C, the empty loft. He's Where just we started the door. episode. <laughs> yep, like full circle. <laughs> and he's gonna move next door where they're not even they're not even as far apart as they would be in the same loft as if as they are in the front door. <laughs> so they're like, hey, bye. See you tomorrow, Schmidt. Like, yeah. Unaffected. <laughs> but obviously, Schmidt's still having a hard time. Um, now he's mad at his friends, too. Yeah. 
pretty rough. It's a lot funnier than all of that sounded. <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> you we're, should watch it. It's getting Schmidt's getting gonna get better <laughs> here soon, any minute yeah. now. Totally. I definitely started to feel really, really sorry for him when he gets beat up by the kids. No, it's so, well, he's already in kind of like a ridiculous costume, which is really it's a funny costume, but mm-hmm. it's ridiculous, and then. Yeah, that's true. He just accidentally bumps into a kid and you're like, oh no, you feel really bad. Yeah, he like immediately apologizes and tries to help. Yeah. Right in front of Cece. Like if it could just not have all happened at once, that would have been better too. But it is, it's rough. It's kind of like, I mean, I think he understands he did the bad thing and now mm-hmm. he's just getting kind of beat over the head with it. Mm-hmm. That's true. With the consequences, it's like, okay. <laughs> right. It's also a human, and we also love Schmidt. No, poor Schmidt. We don't want him to move out. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although he like... still comes over all the time, so <laughs> don't you worry. Well, and we're glad for Cece for now that she has closure. Mm-hmm. But, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks like there was a guy with her maybe too, or just some people. Oh, oh yeah. you know what? Maybe it was Winston. I think I thought it was a guy or thought it was mm-hmm. people, but it's Winston because he was that supposed to sense. have stalled her and somehow still they ended up walking up at the wrong moment. <laughs> the super ended up seeing it was him <laughs> that makes sense uh, it's like he didn't really try that hard I guess or <laughs> right something yeah something tried as long as he could it still was the worst moment possible Winston's slightly ridiculous in this episode we really don't see like much movement in storyline with anybody I've, yeah I thought other, about that too other than at the end you know Schmidt's right exactly still sad and now he's extra sad and now he's mad and now he's moved out and cc has closure so yeah it's moving slightly forward but like you know yeah that's it there's no other real conflict <laughs> i wrote down that winston's storyline is that he doesn't know that he doesn't look like david letterman and <laughs> that he hasn't seen the truman show but pretends he has <laughs> all he just keeps (laughs) pretending that he's never seen the or that he has seen the Truman Show I know (laughs) which is the Civil War (laughs) you know that part right in the middle I I made a list of their um Halloween costumes oh good good they're funny um, so Winston was dresses up as David Letterman because he thinks that he looks like him and then he thinks that he's been told by people at work that he looks like him there's an actual guy that looks like him at work that they're actually talking to (laughs) not Winston but um so and then Schmidt thinks it's a Maya Angelou costume (laughs) yeah not David Letterman uh Schmidt comes as the public serpent he's like a lizard dressed up with a tie and a briefcase and then Jess is Joey Ramona Quimby which is I love it I love her like funny costumes like smart (laughs) costumes you know but like Uh also it's 
almost obvious, but you would definitely have to know the Ramona and Beezus books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I very don't think like a lot of certain age group. Many people, like young people, at least know that anymore. And I would know those books, but not the Ramones until I was older. Like that's kind of older. right. That's true. Yeah, it is very much like. Like, yeah, like people our age get <laughs> it. Specific, yeah. <laughs> but it's cute. It is cute. Um, and, <laughs> and Nick is the paper mountain trash king. <laughs> she just grabbed a bunch of trash from the back of his car. Yeah. She was, looks like he just grabbed a bunch of trash from your car. And then he confesses that's exactly what he did. He tries to pull it off. He's one of those like crowns from Burger King. I'm a paper mountain trash king. Yeah, no, I just. <laughs> which is perfect he's like a a towel pinned around a beach towel a a very (laughs) obviously a beach towel i feel i was gonna say i feel like i have that towel i was gonna say that too because i think we do we have a very similar one we do from our childhoods which i actually think maybe we've gotten rid of since sorry i have something very similar right now so maybe you have them you have them i have them Still have them. More beach towels. And you know what? No beach. I know. There's so, so. little beach in Colorado and so many beach towels in my house. <laughs> so many in <laughs> our house. <laughs> uh, well, you know. <laughs> I flew my my the newest beach towel I have, I got like three years ago and haven't used it once so I flew it with me to Hawaii on vacation to somebody's house where they were like I wish you'd have told me I've got a ton of beach towels I'm like no 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 I know <laughs> I need to use this one on the there to beach. be a use yeah it's important that I use it <laughs> but it was like really huge and kind of heavy so pretty inconvenient also all the way <laughs> yeah if we lived sure. at the beach be right right it also anyway were we talking about beach towels sorry mm-hmm. that's <laughs> what, well, that was <laughs> nick's costume um and then cc was a kind of a pirate she's a slutty pirate but super slutty. not su- okay i don't want to say super slutty pirate because there's but like party pirate <laughs> Party party. Yeah. party party. She wore party a mini skirt party. and a <clears throat> boussier and mm-hmm. a hat. Probably boots. I don't think we ever see boots or her like shoes. Mm-hmm. I know. I can't really remember what the bottom half looks like. Uh, we only see it when she walks, when they walk into the bathroom when Jess is apologizing for Schmidt being there. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> and that's the part where she says the Batman mobile. <laughs> That's the best. It's, it's, the, oh, it's the best. She can't. I laughed so hard. A solid, like solid two minutes <laughs> after that scene. She thinks she's saying it too. It's Batman mobile. And then, the, then she ends with Batman mobile. <laughs> so right. Batman mobile. Like and she's the, also drunk still. So. Right. <laughs> and you can tell. It's so cute. She's like, yeah. That's what's. Batman mobile. The Batman mobile. So <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. So um they start in yes, in 4C, which is Miss Beverly's old 
house where they had Thanksgiving. I'm not but- sure that I would have or that I did put together until like the last couple of times I watched this this episode that like they were there for Miss Beverly dying on the toilet. Not for yeah. not for her die. Sorry, that was how's <laughs> 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 I know that, but like Nick says it's haunted because Miss Beverly died on or they can't rent it out because mm-hmm. of that. And then, but like the first few times I watched that, I was like, I didn't put together that they were that was the same. They lady. discovered the body. The body, yes. That was the next door. Um, so there's a ghost in there, and if Winston feels it, he doesn't really believe it, but then he feels it, and Nick definitely believes it. <laughs> Winston well, uses- as soon as Nick walks in, I, I think it was my first like half LOLs when Nick walks into the lock. He's like, Ooh, he's like, it's creepy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. He gives me the he's willies, like, man. I mean, you know why they can't rent this out, right? It's because blah, 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 but it's the ghost situation. Like, I wouldn't want to live here because, you know, the ghost situation. <laughs> yeah. So we know that. Well, I, I'm surely we knew that Nick believes in ghosts before now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, surely. It's come up before, I think, maybe. And all of those lists of goofy Nick things. <laughs> Yeah, surely. (laughs) So the meeting has been called to talk about Schmidt. Jess is worried about him. He's just on the couch wiping his tears with deli meat. (laughs) That was my first full LOL. Was that scene where he's doing that? Wiping his tears with what? And then just... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, He's completely unhinged. We're watching him crumble before our very eyes. And well, they decide, Nick decides that he can help turn him around. He's going to, he's got this. He'll, he'll take care of it. They don't need to bring, do they talk about Michael Keaton then? Mm-mm, not yet. It's after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he just says, he's got like, this. I got this. Winston says, you got this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's like, what is that? What's that Winston? <laughs> and I'm he, out of here. <laughs> even before he's, he questions, has a chance to question what it is just saw all of this happen and she <laughs> she jumps and she was, was that was Winston, Winston. <laughs> that was Winston. <laughs> and Nick is not sure he runs away <laughs> and then we show we get to see Schmidt sitting on the couch with his deli meats yelling at the news about how nothing really matters come on Obama <laughs> he's got a mouthful tanks pull in tanks pull out <laughs> One day it stops. You want to talk about healthcare? And then he dumps mayo into his mouth. Oh, Roscoe. (laughs) The Halloween decoration in their house is so cute. They have um, all over. Every time they show anywhere, the whole background is decorated like to the nines. They've got pumpkins and hay and cute stuff everywhere. This is why I want to have a Halloween party. They have an excuse to like fully decorate for Halloween. Yeah. (laughs) Fully. Like displays and stuff. Spider webs? Mm, Only in the far corners they can't run into because that's just annoying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Uh, I almost don't want to use it because it's annoying to, to put up. Right, and probably really annoying to take down. 
Yeah. And it's creepy. When mm-hmm. Schmidt dumps the mayo straight into his mouth, because he's putting the meat straight into his mouth too. He just has the package of meat and a thing of mayo. Um, Nick leans over to Winston and Jess and goes, yeah, I don't got this. <laughs> I don't got this. It's so it's gross. Too much. <laughs> too much mayo. Yeah, that's mayo, buddy. <laughs> the subtitles say he grunts, but he makes this like noise or he's just like, he kind of regrets it, but just keeps eating it. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Can't... I know. I know. I'm not sure what that grunt was either oh my gosh and then winston is pumpkining which turns out to be really similar to puzzling the song is similar (laughs) that's true (laughs) he's so rude he just walks up oh you're really good what are you carving there he grabs his pumpkin he punches it in the (laughs) face literal face he's been carving a face my pumpkin he listen or pumpkin doesn't matter (laughs) oh this is um not my favorite dress outfit i really usually like a bow but i don't like a bow where she has it in this in modus man i fully jumped off the whole role of paying attention to their clothes and making that like a segment of the podcast that's <laughs> right it usually comes up at some point in there um but yeah she's pre-halloweeny she will say that maybe yeah i don't know yeah maybe like stretching the limits on outfitness <laughs> wacky it's wacky it is kind of wacky a purple really it's just short wacky all week of halloween Sure, before Halloween true. not so much after people no then it's officially accepted. like Thanksgiving time fall time yeah well yeah I thought for sure <laughs> that I was gonna be like this was like officially Halloween is just my absolute favorite I'm gonna want it to be Halloween it's because I don't want it to be November in general and it was like whatever but as, as soon as it was over oh that's why because there was a party that we had for my work that was like a murder mystery party which is why we dressed up or what we dress up for every year it was like a week after halloween and i was fully on board for that oh, i was like yeah, yeah we'll just extend the holiday it'll be super great i'll still be in the mood by then and i was fully not at all i was like this is you guys do, do we have to like it's over like i didn't want to walk into the store in my costume because it was like <sighs> This is embarrassing. Not in the mood. You should walk in making that noise though. That would be helpful. <laughs> I think it's really good for recording um things that you're gonna put online for people to do. You know to. what is a good sound that I was gonna tell you I really <laughs> like. Speaking of like people have problems with certain noises, <laughs> when Schmidt bites into the chunk of pumpkin oh, and throws it. It makes like a very crunchy biting into an apple kind of sound. And I, yeah, I, I could see how that's a satisfying sound. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it because I was watching him do it with pumpkin and it just is like a really gross thing. And I don't mm-hmm. like it. I don't raw pumpkins, not my jam. No, it would be really, I hope we spit it out. Um, Also, I feel like like it would kind of stain your skin if you got it on you. And there'd be like no way to not get it on you. I think. 
Plus, it's like sticky, like, it'd be gross. He ate like a chunk because what he takes a bite out of is like the top part that you you know the circle and the stem. He, he there's like rind in that that he like. Mm-hmm. Is it? It's rind, right? Rind. <laughs> yeah. D. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. This kind of brought up. So Jess comes to like try to tell Schmidt not to come in a very gentle way. <laughs> Like and- I wouldn't go if I wasn't throwing it. <laughs> it's just a networking business thing. <laughs> and there's a an episode of Parks and Rec where um the new roommate he doesn't want to come to the party and they have the party anyway and it's really loud and he's like trying to go to bed and they they wanted him to come to the party, but he just you know didn't want to and it just kind of is is an odd situation when you have roommates that it's separate like are you obligated to totally. invite them because they're they have to be in the space you're there. kind of imposing on them a little bit just to kind of the- points that out too yeah He's like oh yeah no that's no problem yeah I didn't want to go to your party anyway I'll just stay home and and relax and enjoy my evening oh wait that's right your home is my home <laughs> <laughs> right yeah like you kind of can't escape it it's so tidy, you're kind dude. of imposing on your roommates to yeah that is a trouble with the roommate situation. Like you kind of have to be kind of has to be like a joint party situation, I think, Mm -hmm. which is all, I don't know. I don't know. I hate roommates. I know. It's not to say I don't hate people that have been my roommates at all. I don't, I, I love, actually I love most of them, but I just really hate having roommates. The whole concept well, that's what I was saying. Like, just this is another reason to yeah. not have roommates. It's just so complicated and, and annoying. And usually, like, their dynamic works because they're all on board to party together. Like, they're all friends and they all have similar friends and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it's really, yeah, this is an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which it is. at first, I think Jess is being slow. Okay, no, I don't because obviously Schmidt's being ridiculous he needs to just snap out of that like however however you need to do that like he's not acting this is the night you need to like be socially somewhat acceptable so (laughs) figure it out whatever's going on just stop doing that with your deli meat and your mayo (laughs) (laughs) but stop doing that but before she invites cc she doesn't want him to come just mainly because he's like mopey, which I think is not the nicest, <laughs> friendliest type of no on, like disinvite. You know, like maybe what he needs is a party to get his mind off of things With his and like friends who yeah, should be like, there for him. Back, meet some new females, maybe or something like. Right, it's really right. like not very nice. And then, and then I get when she. Basically, it was like gets the idea from Cece that she needs has to uninvite him. Like I have a whole nother reason to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sorry, oh, there's dog barks. That's the way it is. Yeah, can't time it. <laughs> My muting sucks. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's what you gotta do. Um. Yeah. Was that the end of your thought? I guess <laughs> go finish that one for me. Thanks, Roscoe. <laughs> Thanks, Roscoe. Well, Thanks, Winston Obama. offers. Uh, I, my first LOL was when he punched the pumpkin. Back to there. Sorry. 
it's it's really funny it's funny because you don't necessarily see it coming he's kind of like nonchalant about it and he's being nice to Winston about it yeah good at this and then Winston goes my pumpkin (laughs) (laughs) also just like a one-two punch of hilarious he's so happy when he's pumpkin in a pumpkin in I know working all hard on it it was a really mean thing for sure. it was mean it was a very and now winston is fully on that's right that's when winston's on board to like fix schmidt and then he's like <laughs> we have an option wait a minute that's right exactly yep so he mentions that and then he takes jess to go talk to nick about it and nick is so not on board he like thinks he was ready to like never tell jess continue to never tell her which is continue to never tell anyone but a big deal yeah i think it's a big deal for nick because he can't lie and especially now that like Uh jess knows there's something there's a secret that he's not telling her he's still willing to not tell her like continue going forward with that being a secret forever Mm -hmm. like I, it's it's kind of messed up of Winston that he's just like I'll tell her then like here yeah bringing it to the surface for I know Nick is just so very 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 against it uh, and he <laughs> so he brings it up Michael Keaton the actor the Batman and <laughs> Winston starts to ch- tell the story and then Nick interrupts one line in you're doing yeah. it wrong and then he starts it the exact same way <laughs> i'm a storyteller teller of stories <laughs> so they flash back to young schmidt who's being played by sam gilbert it's an endless cycle of crying and chocolate <laughs> it's a really funny scene it's like storming in the background well and it's almost crying. kind of like scary because it's like a halloween episode when they go in and they're um zooming into young schmidt in bed crying with chocolate all over his face mm-hmm. almost has like the halloween theme behind it like it, it's not quite but it's like dark and stormy yeah. and there's like <laughs> could be for sure <laughs> oh yeah so young schmidt is played by sam gilbert he is in six episodes of new girl one episode of about a boy the tv show with david walton and he's a passionate cinematographer hmm Mrs. Schmidt is in this flashback as well. She's played again by Barbara Kerford. This is her second episode of New Girl of Two. She's also in one episode of Grey's Anatomy and plays in one episode as a maid on Days of Our Lives. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So she, we don't see her face. Mm-mm. So, I don't so. know if we see her face in either of the. I don't episode i don't think so because the next time we see schmidt's mom and we see her face it's a different lady Mm -hmm. yeah i think this is the second time this lady's been on here i mean the last time the last yeah two of two (laughs) Um, which is kind of cool i kind of like a a character where you don't ever see their face Mm -hmm. but we do eventually never Mm -hmm. mind it's funny for this it's funny for the episode it does still work i like it for that yeah <laughs> um and we get a little of the of the how the story started with uh, pretending to be keaton she looked to the stars <laughs> movie stars <laughs> movie star. <laughs> um and I, so i looked up so michael keaton played batman in, in 1989 tim burton's batman and then he also played 
Batman and the 1992 Batman Returns. Just those two. So they were probably little boys when those movies came out. So he's he's their Batman. <laughs> yeah, what does he say? The uh, not the confusing new one, the good one. The good one. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's kind of like SNL. Like everyone has their opinion on which is the best one. Mm-hmm. And I Star Wars. Right, 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 right. It's yeah, it's one of those. And I am not necessarily a Batman fan, and I so I've never seen it in the running for it. But if you ask me, my favorite Batman, mm-hmm. it's because I was a Christian Bale fan. So <laughs> he's my Batman. And Heath Ledger. But to be fair, I've not seen the Michael Keaton one. So I don't have those to compare to. Hold on. You've never seen them? I don't think so. I with oh my god, Rob. Which I've Sorry, seen the I'm one about him. <laughs> yell, he's gonna yell at you guys, and I'm gonna yell at him, and you're gonna hear it. No meaning today. In your ears. In your ear holes. <laughs> I have things to say while Ross was talking. Um, I've seen the one I feel like a really long time ago with um, whichever one has Danny DeVito. Is that one of them? He's the penguin. You're going to have to see. I don't no. know. I don't know that. No, Danny DeVito. I think that's the one with George Clooney. Oh, okay. there's um, I think there's two or three. Oh, crap. I thought it was going to be all. Hold on. You've never seen them. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you, girl, you don't even know. Oh, and, my uh, God. Only just that one. And then. Um, well, yeah, I because hold on. Danny <laughs> DeVito plays the penguin. I think that's the Michael Keaton one because it's Tim Burton. Well, they reference the, the penguin and the Riddler and <laughs> one of the emails. Yeah, because I'm trying to think. Okay, hold on. Um, why do they have to on uh, the internet have so many words? I'd like a list, please. Okay, <laughs> so Batman 1989 was the first one after the original movie in 66. With, mm. That was the one with Michael Keaton. So he was like mm-hmm. kind of not the original Batman, but the first of the remakes. Right. And then Batman Returns in 92 with Michael Keaton. Okay. And then Batman. I I dislike the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Then there were some George Clooney ones. And then it was. Val Kilmer was 95. That was the one I saw that came right after. That was before George Clooney. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. Keaton, Kilmer, Clooney. What? (laughs) <laughs> crazy alliterative yeah um and then christian whoa <laughs> was there uh, was there one after between george clooney and the batman again? i don't think so i can't ask google it won't tell me so well, um i do remember also sort of george clooney I'm pretty sure the ones with George Clooney also were the ones with Chris O'Donnell as Robin. Mm -hmm. Batman and Robin. That was George Clooney. And then I think there were two with those. And the second one had Alicia Silverstone in it. I'm making stuff up now, but yeah, um, I I agree (laughs) with you. My favorite Batman is Christian Bale. He really like solidified Batman is my like favorite like 
made me think about it of a superhero situation because he's like you know has no real superpowers he's just rich regular guy yeah um but I think that's pretty cool mm-hmm. and those movies yeah, are Michael Caine oh yeah oh, so they are good um there's also if you're interested in Batman <laughs> you should watch um Gotham who's a good show that's mm. like it centers around the commissioner Gordon when he was younger like before he's police commissioner oh, cool. and so there's like young Bruce Wayne is in it and then cool. there's a spinoff of that called Pennyworth and that's young it's young Michael Caine no it's um <laughs> young Alfred like Alfred's that's uh, cool. origin story yeah which I've mm-hmm. I've not seen any of Pennyworth but I've seen some of Gotham is really good there's like the young penguin and you kind of see how he goes crazy and Oh, fun. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. I really like Batman. Oh, I think maybe because like when I was a kid, George Clooney. See, it was that was like the Val Kilmer, George Clooney, like who's better, which one or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I found out eventually that there's a whole nother one, which is Michael Keaton. And like, I know. It's I'm sorry. What? Well, I'm confused. Yeah. Like the <laughs> 90s were a very confusing time for the Batman. And I wasn't really a fan Donna. of those then. So that's what I was saying. Like the, yeah. even though they're similar in age to us, they're boys. And so they're fans of the one when they were little right. and we're fans of the one where we're like, which one is the hot guy? In? <laughs> I'm gonna watch. The most, well, well, and I also had like a big crush on Chris O'Donnell at the time that um, I saw that movie. So it was true. like, Robin I, is not the mass. Like he is the joke. We can all agree. Like Jess says in this movie that he's the joke, but I feel like I had a, they made an okay rendition of of how yeah, I think Robin I, would be in real life in the George Clooney one. I like that Winston had a positive spin. He was like, Winston loves you get Robin. To have some of the glory, and you don't have to have the, all the responsibility. Those kids in the community looked up to him. <laughs> Which is that foreshadowing his cop, him being a cop? Like he Maybe. really kind of like that aspect of Robin. That's true. <laughs> Whether it's true or not. Um, just as was Winston's version shorter because yes. Nick I thought you could just like tell the best version of the story very that, much of a long story I was like somewhere in the last time I watched it like there's a way they described Schmidt that like really cracked me up it's here when Nick said then one day that tubby goon went off to college like, tubby goon <laughs> tubby goon and Schmidt unloaded the secret on her son's only friend a man named me it was me. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> he's show Schmidt and Nick basically meeting for the first time, I assume. And he's walking in on Nick. And they show yeah, he's watching. looking out on the computer and he's like slowly downloading a photo of a like half naked girl <laughs> on this old looking computer. Old computer. Yeah. It was, just, it was really funny. Like, sign of the times i mean that's what you could get a hold of i'm sure that's yeah time, but so. nick put a sock on the door so schmidt should have <laughs> um <laughs> it's funny the way they're doing the flashback with the kind of narration in real time over it they've done this before mm-hmm. where they even respond you know in real time mm-hmm. kind of over the over the flashback um so in college, they revived it. We heard about how Nick became the one to 
right to um schmidt as michael keaton and help him deal with his problems then <laughs> and um how he he had, was eating the bag of turkey then this was something he's done before <laughs> <laughs> and he all at once when when with keaton in his corner he pulled himself away from the bag of turkey and became a man he lost five pounds he gained confidence with women and he saw the hit movie multiplicity 25 times, 25 times. michael keaton movie okay that <laughs> i just looked that up i'm like i'm sure you know, it like, is but let me just uh, make sure <laughs> it's a joke i don't get because i don't know the movie exactly yeah <laughs> as long as we know that much uh so just yeah for her do you think we could use this whole michael keaton thing to turn schmidt around you're right yeah so it is for his own good also but yeah for her selfish hopefully to get him to not mm-hmm. come to the party well, yeah, that's why she's it's time. She's on a time constraint now. She's like, mm-hmm. to turn him around. Also, I'm having a party tonight. So, so if we, we could, could turn him around. Today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, we can see that it kind of tears Nick up. He's lying to his best friend. And like you said, the he's otherwise. Too powerful. I, yeah. I, and you kind of answered a question I was going to ask you. is just like, why is this the exception to Nick not being able to lie? Usually he's been keeping mm-hmm. this secret and i don't think it's like something that's been on his mind all the time like recently and like you said just because like just knows he has the secret now it's this active thing Mm -hmm. um but yeah he's really really kept this on the down low extra (laughs) extra buried you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah he was playing to keep it there forever yeah for good reason i i really almost have, have a question if it's even should come out now i don't think so yeah, I don't, sure. I mean, I know that's a, a battle of like honesty versus not, but like yeah. it was because Schmidt realizes that they've been impersonating him for this time, but doesn't realize that it's for the whole time. And right. I think that was a good compromise. <laughs> like, yeah, if you're honest at this time you lied, but all those other times we're just going to keep in the past. They're in the right. past. Like, what's it hurting talk about for it. him to and for him to like now have ever to think do it back. again it's i guess it, maybe it's the lesson of just having been lied to for a long time because now he's thinking back over old times and being like mm-hmm. you mean it was my mom that helped me with this and it was you who told me about maternity pants and- <laughs> <laughs> you know i don't know like i'm trying to think like would i want to know and i'm just not sure no. i'm just not sure i mean obviously you're being played for a fool but i know it's kind of like if, if you're ever gonna know obviously the sooner the better but then <laughs> like nick says okay if, if you don't know the plot of the truman show i'm gonna ruin it for you right here it is just the premise of the movie though so i'm not really <laughs> spoiling anything but no, i think yeah he is this very happy-go-lucky guy he has kind of his normal daily routine and then he finds out somewhere in there that it's it's fake this entire world is like a tv set being recorded the whole time yeah people sit at home and just watch him all the time it's like a reality tv and And he has no idea he's had no idea this is his whole life (laughs) and he's just it just starts like 
breakdown. It's such a mind bending movie. It's we watched so it like in high school for some reason. I was trying to remember <laughs> one of those what class. Was, like, were we taking a break from learning, or were we trying to associate right. like, mm, Either way, it's weird. Either way, it was yeah, it definitely made me think, but. Crazy, yeah, it's super, and it came out at a really like interesting time of that, like where like people were recording things, but there weren't like a ton of laws around like permissions or having consent to record or use Mm -hmm. the recording of something that you didn't know where you were being recorded. Like, there's it's just a very like interesting time of technology and those trends, and but of it going fast like the advancement was faster than the regulation could keep up with and so like at the time that was totally something that would have happened like, and he would have had yeah. no recourse like it just he would have just had to have lived it was very interesting and believable and kind of a cool mm-hmm. and it, jim carrey had done commentary. like tons of hilarious movies that's so right that was one of it's his not first, that it's like, not a comedy but it's serious. a very serious topic and yeah it gets, totally it gets dramatic he plays yeah. it well you know watching him do that I don't know I haven't <laughs> where yeah huh? Huh? <laughs> um I would like to watch that movie again yeah. I haven't even just talked about it yeah. I'm also wondering if it's maybe one of those more depressing movies that I don't really want to watch, but I don't remember it being all that dep- as as depressing as it is because I was little and didn't get it. And I was just like, yeah, oh, I don't remember it being okay. like depressing. Like it's, it's sad at t- points yeah. or like dramatic, but it's more the concept that like gets you about the yeah. movie than the emotion, I think. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I was as sensitive. Yeah. When I was younger either. <laughs> Stuff like that. For real. Well, like Forrest Gump, have you watched that as an adult? No, but when I was a kid, I cried for two days. Okay, so you were old enough to realize what was happening in that movie. I, when I watched that, was like, cool, Tom Hanks. I love him. Like, oh, he's running. That's so cool. Look at that girl. She's she's playing the guitar on stage. (laughs) I want to play the guitar on stage. I had no clue. And then I watched it like, you know, several years later. And I'm like, fuck. F was I watching for what and why? <laughs> like this is a grandma, sad, grandpa's dad house like, over and over, and over again. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's one thing to watch it and be like, oh, that was you know movie, but I was like into it. Like let's watch this again. How we watched it. A bunch. <laughs> I love it. It was so long too. Not really, you know, compared to like two and a half hours right? or something. Dude, the new Batman movie. Speaking of, because now we're talking about two things that are relevant. I totally forgot that there's the new Batman out there yeah um but it's three hours long That's three hours sanity pure insanity like, i remember when third lord of the rings came out and it was i think it's like about three hours mm-hmm. and that was like the longest movie of my entire life like i felt like i sat in the movie theater four days <sighs> And then it was, but that was like the one big epic thing. And it had to be three hours because they had to tie up the whole story in the last movie. But yeah, they did that with Eternals is like two and a half hours long. And it's just, I don't understand only because all of our attention spans are only getting shorter and shorter daily, just (laughs) daily. Like I know as I get older, my attention span gets shorter. I think I just can't think as well, but. 
it's just not appealing. And there's, there's several times that we've been like, oh, let's go see the new Batman movie. And they're like, oh, I don't want to sit in the theater for three hours. That's funny. Well, my there entire was day the, taken up by going to the movies. Your whole day. That's true. That's definitely what happens. Um, I just watched a Saturday Night Live not too long ago, and um, there was a song they sang about uh, <laughs> there should be a, a category in Netflix like movies under two hours. Yeah, <laughs> short house movies or something. Or like, yeah, I want a short ass movie. A yeah, short ass ass movie. <laughs> I think I've seen that video. Awesome. <laughs> um, they should have an intermission. And I know that sounds super lame and kind of old school, but it, it, it truly is just like sitting there thinking about having to pee the, for three hours and just sucks. Like, yeah. I don't want to miss any of the it's movies. It's a hindrance to a longer amount of time the to expect anyone to not get up and like walk away and then I mean maybe they'll come back maybe they won't well (laughs) let alone any like non-adult person too who you know kids there's no way I mean most of those movies are not really for kids anyway but well um, I mean but like I think it's PG-13 so you're looking at teenagers and those are people I mean bless their hearts that's the way life is now their attention span is literally 20 seconds it's the length of a TikTok video is too long for probably attention because the number of snacks you have to get (laughs) makes the theaters make more money. I don't know. (laughs) That's why they should have an intermission and another whole other reason have an intermission. You have a little bit more time. I would go get another snack or another drink, or if I could pee in the middle of the movie and feel, you know, like I didn't miss anything. Mm-hmm. And I would also get and another, you don't beverage. have to be the one to decide when the, to pause the movie. Like, I would be more willing to buy alcoholic beverages there because I have a bathroom break. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's more money. Right. Totally. I like your idea. <laughs> Come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who's in charge of the movie theaters. <laughs> right. Like to speak with them. Uh, Nick says that he is simple. He's like Hemingway. Winston <laughs> doesn't like the way he told Winston the story. Should be more descriptive. <laughs> Nick is a simple writer. He's like Hemingway, <laughs> which is a foreshadowing because eventually he does write more. And yeah, yeah, more of a storyteller too. And he got drunk at the zoo to try to be more like Hemingway in previous episodes. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, Jess shows up to Cece's apartment and it's a mess. Like she, she... Cece is in disarray. <laughs> yeah, disarray is the word. For it her. looks like there's been some Jello shots. Like nobody cleaned up after themselves at some party that she had. It looks honestly, it looks like maybe like a a few nights of partying where people or- just have cleaned up there's like a pile in front of the door rude pile like uh, how many of her friends like left the apartment and like that like you left your friend you left this mess for her that's so rude I think we've established that Cece does not hang out with like very nice people Uh, yeah you're right it's true Uh, it's true and just gets dirty just walking in the door she like gets something on her wipes (laughs) (laughs) and Cece is obviously just the most hungover like yeah she's been sleeping on the couch in a very her arm is asleep position (laughs) it's um, um, a but she's still dressed in a club outfit like it was yeah she still looks amazing disarray she says (laughs) that she's been drinking and going out a lot lately and that's why she doesn't want to come to Jess's party which I understand I totally get that 
But like, did she know that Jess was going to have a party? Oh yeah. I already had this thought. I had the thought that if I was Jess's friend, I would have, you know, prepared a little bit for her party by maybe like not drinking or the night before, but I'll bet she was planning on not coming because Schmidt, she uh, assumed Schmidt would be there. Yeah. She did know about the party because I think Jess sent an email to invite her. Who knows how long ago, but. Cece never responded to the email, so yeah. she shows up. Yeah. Apparently, it's still before we text all that much. <laughs> email invites. <laughs> and uh, Jess uh, is very sure that she can make sure that Schmidt's not coming to the party. She even pinky swears, Cece. Pinky swears. Pinky swear is big deal. Pretty, pretty big deal. Especially in a friendship that's been from when that was a big deal. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) I love Jess shows up and she says, who wants candy? They said, did you go trick-or-treating? I had my errand tote. Neighbors (laughs) gave me some candy. (laughs) Is that trick-or-treating? That is literally the definition of (laughs) trick-or-treating. Plus our bag has jack-o'-lanterns on it. (laughs) It's a trick-or-treating bag. Right. Which a Halloween tote for I love candy. the idea of an errand tote. <laughs> this is my errand tote. I was out, I had my errand tote, and the neighbors gave me some candy. <laughs> Why are the neighbors giving you candy, Jess? <laughs> so Schmidt, um, in front of Nick now, and he didn't know that have we talked about that? Just just message right. Schmidt. And Nick doesn't know yet that she did decide to use this behind his back. You did say she took his computer. He should have known that she was going to do that. Yeah. Unbeknownst. He, Schmidt comes and explains that he's been talking to his best friend, Michael Keaton. He doesn't like to talk about it because he doesn't want anybody to treat him differently. He's kind of my friend. Just has to act surprised. And I don't think Schmidt catches on. I like rewound it once to see if he kind of looked at her like, how, are, how is she reacting? No, he's so excited he's to be getting this attention. Into, yeah, Keaton at that point. I think Jess's, Jess's reaction is like, it's super fake because we can tell. And she's like looking at Nick like, oh, but... At the same time, it was very similar to her original reaction when they told her about Michael That's Keaton. True. Like, what the actor? Yeah. <laughs> That's what she says to him too. Like it's kind of like her reenactment of her yeah. original reaction. <laughs> a little bit diluted <laughs> since it's a second round. That's so funny. That's true. Uh and so then Schmidt leaves. He says, Yeah, I'm not coming to your party. I have to catch up with, with my best friend Michael Keaton. Just like a damn day. I wrote a big heart around that. Uh, it's pretty funny. Damn day. What did you do? And yeah, she's messed with this this um microcosm of of Schmidt's life that <laughs> we're talking about a Truman Show situation. I think his life is going to crumble around. He hasn't heard from him, him in three years. So he hasn't yeah. written in three years. So we have no idea how he's going to react if he finds out his whole the whole life he's built around him could crumble, which is exactly the problem to begin with. Like, yeah. Jess, if Jess really cared about Schmidt at this moment, she would probably not have done that. Especially because uh, because the most important thing, like he was, he was using the Michael Keaton thing to like make him feel better, like he actually needs 
needs more support, not like an extra thing to. Yeah, not something else to break recovering his from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's no good. It's all pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, he happened. almost found out once. And we, so we see yeah. a flashback of, took college, care of it. college Schmidt. Yeah. He just, there was some discrepancy and some details. And so Nick just hit him over the head with like a book. It looked like, like, Something, oh, that's, yeah. that's how he handled it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, show Jess and everybody the example of like, why this is a big deal. Like yeah. if I've never seen it when he figures things out, like what if he we don't know the last time this know. happened to literally whack him over the head like yeah like can we even just forget do that this. again exactly yeah. yeah but just is not like really even taking this seriously she grabs a computer I'll, I'll take care of this yeah you come to the master to come to the master she's so I fixed it again you're welcome again <laughs> I know and- <laughs> I'm going on vacation. You would never write that, Jess. Yeah. Immediately reacts. No, Keaton's leaving again. I know. Stop going away. Stop Nick's going just away. shaking his head like I knew this was going to happen. It's immediately a mistake, Jess. Come on. He left. Oh, so they walk into Schmidt's room <laughs> just to see how he's doing. It's obviously not very with good. A block of a cheese. Hold on. Makes me think of the line from Anchorman about you ate a whole <laughs> wheel of cheese. Anytime I see like a hunk of cheese like that, so, he takes the biggest bite out of it. It's insane. I have to tell you the story because it's funny too. Super relevant. The only time this will ever be relevant. So it's <laughs> um, the I I do a lot of dog sitting and I was meeting with this couple who was telling me about this other dog sitter that they had stayed in their house and were like you can help yourself to whatever you want in the fridge or whatever there was like some really weird random things that she took from like she took a bunch of toiletries from the bathroom with her like after she left she took some of their toiletries <laughs> but and then like a couple of their weird stuff that happened but the weirdest things they came back and found they had like a a, a block of cheese or a thing of cheese in the refrigerator and it had a bite taken out of it oh my god she took the block of cheese took a bite out of it and put it back in the refrigerator what what What? (laughs) i'm like who does that at home first of all second of all who does that with someone else's cheese and then i saw saw this and it was like that's exactly what i imagined what she did crying or anything but just like how he like Had takes a big bite of right cheese it's still like in the package just peeled Girl. back like a banana but it's cheese <laughs> <laughs> oh people. my god ew so and it's gross when schmidt does it like getting the visual of someone doing that was not okay like i would not be okay <laughs> with someone doing that cheese. <laughs> so gross no right yeah you'd have to just throw the whole thing out gross <laughs> that's just people gross. are weird um is he questioning um his she oh sorry sorry okay sorry <laughs> that's for the next scene are you questioning i'm questioning myself yes 100 <laughs> as i should 
Oh, yeah. I just like Schmidt's line about, I guess I'll just be the fat boy who eats fat boy cheese. Fat boy cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're, we're back in Miss Beverly's um, apartment with the ghost. <laughs> I guess it's okay now. And Nick didn't want to have to do this, but he unfolds his Batman mask and puts that on. <laughs> she goes, is this really necessary, Nick? Jess is not really sure about the method. And I said, she's questioning his methods after like her yeah, method was he's cleaning up her mess. Basically. Yes, like, yeah. Let let him, however, <laughs> go back to the original way of doing things. Right. Then Winston immediately jumps in, let him work. I'm kind of his Robin. Kind of. when they very, talk about how Winston likes very Robin. Likes Robin. Yeah. He very likes Robin. You know, English. <laughs> he, he, Robin actually has to help him and doesn't get as much glory. Or some people would look at it that way. But Winston's take is that he doesn't have all the responsibilities and he can have some of the glory. And yeah. then it's it's a sound concept. Yeah. Um, hello. There's an obvious picture of a bear. Yeah. They talk about it. They even talk about it. Like, why do you have a picture of a bear? He's like, because Michael Keaton attacks each role with the ferocity of a hungry brown bear. (laughs) A brown bear, specific this kind of bear. Brown bear. (laughs) Which is the most entire acting philosophy, which I totally made up. Made up. And then Jessica, speak to me, Keaton. She took a swig of Jack Daniels, which is sometimes abbreviated as JD, which is also Jessica Day. Oh, oh. oh Nick takes a swig of Jack Daniels. Oh, Nick takes a swig of Jack Daniels later. She, she gets drunk later. She gets drunk later. All right. JD, JD, JD. That's right. He takes a swig <laughs> of Jack Daniels. <laughs> And then he writes, oh, Nick, that's incredible. Courage is not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. Yes, I stole that from Nelson Man- Nelson Mandela. I added the part about the penguin and the Riddler, which when when um, Schmidt gets the text, I paused it and it, it says that quote. And then it says, remember what happened with the penguin and the Riddler? Yeah. <laughs> Just not anything specific about it. Just- Let's hope that somehow (laughs) randomly. (laughs) And he had to specify that he added that from Nelson Mandela's original quote. (laughs) I want you guys to know that I added the part about the penguin and the Riddler. For future reference. Original Mandela. Don't think that was. Yeah, exactly. And then they all have their own like reaction to he wrote back smiley face. He wrote back smiley face. (laughs) It reminded me of when uh jess and cc are fighting and they're she they're um sending emojis back and forth (laughs) she's syringe bloody syringe yeah (laughs) smiley face like (laughs) having crazy reactions to the most (laughs) random emojis it's funny so funny there's a knock at the door dot 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 um trick-or-treat that's a trick-or-treat and schmidt is um it's i just got a treat too it's not candy i'm not dumb like a little baby all like all of you and then he's sends an email he's because he's out at the door he hears it ding over in miss beverly's apartment for some i was trying to see if they had the door cracked but they didn't they had it shot he like must have opened it and cracked it we find out at the end that there's a, a big gap between the floor and the door though of that loft 
<laughs> that's true that is true um there's a couple trick-or-treaters here at least the first one just give us our candy i know emerson min that was him he plays in blackish always be my maybe and speechless have you watched always be my maybe or- it's so cute it's with ali wong and i can't remember the comedian's name mm-hmm. another comedian cool they're really fun it's cute it's, it's like cute and funny Aww. it's on netflix everybody go watch it you're on that with like some royalties um ali swong <laughs> ali <laughs> <laughs> and then i think the kid ghost is in this one too and this the what kid ghost oh yeah oh no yeah because um schmidt goes up to the door no it's later okay yeah yeah okay later. this is when yeah this is later when schmidt finds out about um it's with the digging and stuff he goes and looks mm-hmm. and um i think right yeah 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 the kid ghost comes up he's already dressed up like a public serpent <laughs> i just remember because he comes up and is like trick or treat and he pushes him his head, the little kid's like head away his like head, very yeah. like like you know like <laughs> he's just like shh shoves him <laughs> yeah yeah you're right <laughs> that's that's him that's the kid ghost right (laughs) so here we're at the party and we see nick the the paper mountain trash king and ramona quimby (laughs) and then she goes uh i've always thought that what nick miller who's that that's his laugh he does like such a goofy letterman laugh he thinks (laughs) it sounds like and okay like Obviously, when he's standing next to the guy that looks like actually looks like David Letterman, no. But Winston <laughs> doesn't not look like right. like the black it, version of David Letterman. Like he has similar know, features, for sure. Honest. And he doesn't he does the okay impression of him for yeah, like yeah, it's a regular person. <laughs> it totally works. I don't know if I would have guessed Maya Angelou. <laughs> definitely didn't get my angela from it i think that was a good random one i don't think he had the laugh right though the laugh sounded more like (laughs) that was weird (laughs) i mean it's yeah it's not spot on or anything (laughs) i think they were giving him a little bit harder of a time poor winston oh poor winston yeah and he's that's where he says that he thinks the truman show is about the civil war (laughs) he's funny like why doesn't he just admit he didn't see it I know because it, it doesn't matter. And then Schmidt saw them leave and to the uh, back cave. I love that now they're calling the empty loft the back cave. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's the cute. When's it supposed to go stall Cece somehow? Somehow. <laughs> but Winston has to go hit the little King of the Late Night talk show's room first. And so I would like fly on the wall to just to see what happened in between. Like, yeah between then and when he walked up with cc later yeah yeah it would be in a funny like whole nother offshoot scene yeah yeah give us Uh, our deleted scenes um zoe uh miss Deschanel. um excuse us we get some act deleted we probably could buy the dvds but you know oh you're right uh excuse excuse me somewhere for money negate that (laughs) 
<laughs> then Jess takes a swig of Jack Daniels of JD to get into the Keaton mindset. And Nick goes, slow down sure? on you're that. Not you're not great the, with booze. You're not great with booze. <laughs> <laughs> and so she says, you're in grave danger. Leave where you are immediately. Send. And Nick goes, you just sent that? A team has to talk about a decision before you hit send. And I said, like, this is what she keeps violating. What This is what gets them in trouble is because she right. just kept like. Don't let Jess type on the computer at all. Like, no, she's not, it's she not won't come let out you right. read it before she just sends it either. <laughs> oh, silly. Here's the kid ghost. Now Schmidt's out in the hall and he he's like out just outside the door. You can hear what's going on. Yeah, he's eavesdropping. Kid Ghost is played by Ethan Monk. He's in eight episodes of iCarly and one episode of Fresh Off the Boat. So, it's like, I was on New Girl. You can't see my face. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy's mm-hmm. hand on my face the whole time. I see, like, Mike Wazowski at the beginning of Monster <laughs> Things. He's like, I was on TV. <laughs> can't even yeah. see him. Yeah. Uh, well then so uh, let's see what happened oh there's maybe i wondered if this is guy there's some random extra side character named guy there's no photo of him named marty quinn he was in taken and runaway which is an interesting combination of things to be (laughs) that's true (laughs) was he taken or is he a runaway (laughs) no he's he's gone my theory is he's the kid that played batman yeah but you're right knock at the door and it's the kids, it's tr- more trick or treaters. And uh, but and they're back to Jess now. This is like, cutting back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Back to Jess, and she's um, drunk. What is your end game here? Because it's Halloween. Anybody can be any. It is Halloween yeah. night. <laughs> like that's the, the reason that, for that quote. anything can happen. Like, it is Halloween night. <laughs> She's, I love when Jess gets drunk. I know. <laughs> Would you listen to your woman voice right now? Yeah. She's planning to dress up like Batman. And Nick is explaining all the reasons. <laughs> Nick is the voice of reason. Yeah. He's explaining all the reasons this isn't going to work. True. And then she pretends. He's oh, you're, we'd love. I'd love to hear it. And she obviously she sounds I'm just like you would guess. Jess would sound. It sounds like me when I try. Exactly. It sounds a lot like what you just did. <laughs> Which, like in my head, is like really deep. Like sounds <laughs> as deep as Batman. you can. Like that's a little better. But like I'm sure to the rest of, of the world, it sounds like low voice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly when you and listen this, to what him. am i in the movie theater eating popcorn and he's smiling like he's being nice about it and then you just stop smiling just you're also five foot four keep going further away <laughs> maybe to just keep running the shadow works like schmidt comes out and they're he's totally looking and like you see the bat <laughs> batman shadow in the alley it's like <gasps> just stop there yeah it kind of works for a second and then out in the shadows um, well it's my hero <laughs> right at first well right when schmidt comes out nick is kind of like last to jeffer like just go but he says her name too <laughs> uh, but schmidt's already <laughs> caught on he knows what's happening oh my god it's unbelievable 
Oh, that's my hair. He's wearing his costume from a movie he did 24 years ago. It's Halloween. Don't overthink it. <laughs> and then I said, why couldn't Jess use Nick's Batman mask? But then I realized for the shadow and stuff, she really needed the whole outfit, the cape. Right. Too. Well, yeah, I don't think there was a lot of planning involved. Um, and what was, was Jack Daniels driven. Right. I think it was semi she got the idea because there was a kid in a Batman costume. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Nick tries to like get Schmidt to go away, go to an all night diner. Since you met your buy hero. You met your hero. I'm going to buy you something to eat. <laughs> yeah, it's Michael Keaton. Go get a blitz or two. <laughs> You're a great kid, Schmidt. You're Our- a great kid, Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> our heroes are never who we want them to be (laughs) come on like nick's last ditch effort as nick or as schmidt's looking at jess like yeah our our heroes are never who we want them to be it's so philosophical even if you find out that it's jess (laughs) they're never wouldn't have been okay um and then we find out that so schmidt knows and i don't understand why jess stayed there she could have if she just ran away she had ran around the block and come back or something like no she stays there and like tries to cover herself with half her like a child's cape yeah (laughs) still pretending to be like obviously you're you you've been you've been had yeah give it up been made like it's (laughs) done yeah. i'm gonna have to tell michael about this I know. how dare you hack into the private email account of one of our nation's finest actors no <laughs> don't tell michael <laughs> no she's oh, funny yes to tell you tell him he's the owner of keaton potatoes at aol.com aol yeah <laughs> so funny just hacked into nick's fake michael keaton email true thought it was yeah that's true and then I thought it was mature of Nick to tell Schmidt the whole truth. But again, it is Schmidt really better off. Right. It was me. He tells him it was me the whole time, which I was thinking they're, I guess they're, so they're 30. So they're like not quite 10 years out from college. I think he says something more. at some point like that he's, oh yeah. For the last 12 years. years, 12 years. Oh, okay. <clears throat> like it's probably been his mom just almost as long as it was Nick. He's taking probably. like most of the credit well, which from, most recently and well, I mean, being like 13 or 14 to 18 it was like three or four years four or five years but yeah yeah 12 so years been doing it for more longer. Longer. but they haven't done it for the last three years so that's nine yeah still that's a long that's a lot you know, and a says, lot of things it's, it's super weird yeah <laughs> i know it's super weird i know it's super weird <laughs> and then um uh let's see what is the wall hole you helped me through this and that the wall hole oh god what is that (laughs) and then just like it's extra trauma it's like jess is involved she knows it's so much everybody knows knows. it's so much worse that cc like you said walks up right now his mom's involved um 
whole world God, this whole belief system is coming out <laughs> i said it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of when michael scott is dating pam's mom in the car together they're like driving they try to give her advice about work about her sales we think you could just be up in your sales if you just blah 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 like michael scott is talking to her like as if he's her dad and has been talking about her and her sales as his dad as her dad behind her back and now we have some advice for you as your parent right like being ganged up on yeah yeah exactly the way that that Jess is like we didn't want you to find out this way like we is all the worst it's the worst it's It's the worst all the all the layers (laughs) of vulnerability like he's already in a low low place and then he like comes to this party he's got a bad attitude and isn't feeling great maybe he's finding out this whole this crazy crazy horrible life-changing secret that it it makes him very very vulnerable in a very um just raw state like that and then cc walks by and then jess is acting like she's involved and like what is all happening it's just Truman Show. Like, all he wants to do is leave. So he backs up and it's like, oh, I know. He backs up into a kid. Completely into somebody, knocks him over a kid. They think he's a bully. So they all gang up on him, start beating him up. <laughs> all the kids are beating Schmep. And then they even Cece comes to run to like shoot a kid. <laughs> Go, <away>. no. <laughs> <sighs> so it was like, uh, we wrote, oh, no, Cece. And I was like, oh, no, shit. <laughs> Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, everything. Oh, no. <laughs> oh yeah. And then they're they're in the bathroom. Jess does apologize because she did pinky swear to Cece that Schmidt wouldn't be here and he did show up to the party because she really because he lives there. <laughs> like yeah, there still, wasn't much I mean, she could really do Cece about it. Cece didn't have any clue that she couldn't actually promise anything. <laughs> right. But also at the same time, the probability of you accidentally running into each other even if he wasn't coming in to the party is probable highish yeah for sure so it's but. good that she apologizes but but it really ends up being fine for cc because she gets some closure mm-hmm. and so they're gonna fire was, up the best probably good for cc to see schmidt in that state because <laughs> i don't know it's not very attractive probably just yeah, that, he, that he's that having over him, like you know, didn't didn't make her sad that she was dating that, <laughs> right? Well, and and yeah, he's like getting his karmic punishment for mm-hmm. being a bad guy. Yeah, know. it's hard to feel bad for him at that point. For yeah, her, for I her, definitely. See, yeah. yeah, like, um, but also it's nice. And then Jess is like, good. You deserve to get closure. And closure, yeah. <laughs> so let's fire up the batman mobile go get a go to a taco stand and eat some feelings okay which i love eat let's go eat some feelings I know. <laughs> she goes so okay cute. but i just think it's batmobile That's and now every time batman i hear mobile. batmobile i always think of that like no it's batman mobile <laughs> batman mobile it's a batman mobile that's what is that batman mobile batman mobile. you're putting a man it's just batman mobile drop the man mobile oh jess poor jess it's funny i think we might have just skipped there's another trick-or-treater somewhere in there uh named jenna emery she's in a short called kill a kitten and crazy love well don't that's kill some a kitten, alliteration though. too it is crazy love kill a kitten kid do you know what else is alliteration trigger treater 
You know what? Is it Batman Mobile? Batman Mobile. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Just is trying to help the alliteration game here. <laughs> the Batman Batmobile is alliterative. <laughs> Schmidt goes, what about that time we saw Michael Keaton at that deli and he stopped and he winked? <laughs> I don't know. That was just the craziest day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain that one. That's awesome. I love that they threw that in. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nick goes, look, Schmidt, I know this is hard, but honestly, I was just trying to help. And so that's kind of the lesson that. It really it's this is all like he his intentions were so 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 good right and that's true yeah. it wasn't his <laughs> intention for it to come and up. it obviously yeah i got carried away like things but he's like i know it's super weird <laughs> right <laughs> right and then he goes you don't need keaton you got me Schmidt goes, what was that? I said, this is like dumbo's i wrote flower and i had to look it up it was a feather like how Schmidt thought he needed Keaton. He's like a crutch to get him through the times. And really, it was just his friend and his support system and his own brain that's coming up with, you know, helping himself and doesn't need the feather in order to fly. That his, you know, his friend is good in there for him and cares. Um, Mm. That, yeah, the feather helps Dumbo fly, but not really. It's just a placebo effect. Exactly. It's a placebo. I forgot what the concept of that was when you started your story. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what? Sorry. Let me explain that a little better. Did Dumbo get mad at his friend for dressing up like <laughs> Maybe. Maybe the crows. I didn't see the new Dumbo. version. So... I didn't either. And I won't. She can't make me. I watched the beginning and it's the worst part. It's like, you know how all the sad and most Disney movies happen at the beginning? Well, yeah. I watched the part that you watched. And then not the rest. <laughs> that was my only impression of that. Movie. You need to do a Bluth posting on Arrested Development and do the one with the paper bag. I don't know what I expected. This says dead dove and he <laughs> looks in there anyway. <laughs> I don't know what I expected. <laughs> like when um, Ross smells the wedding ring that they take, <laughs> like that they get from the, the duck. Duck. That's a duck egg. Like, yeah. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so that he references the end of a high school football movie. <laughs> what does he say? Why would you say something like that? Because I hurt you and I've been wanting to fix this for years. Because you're like like the end of a high school football movie. So I wonder if that was real. If that's I'm like, I'm not gonna know the high, end of high school movies. Yeah. Well, so. I think it's similar to like I think it was just like a very just the trope of thing them. to yeah. say about like from bro to bro, you know? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> People don't say that in real life. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. Which is good. It's cute because it is the lesson and they right. say it and then they call it out for being oh my god I can't <laughs> believe we said that I can't believe we're saying that say, but yeah right. you didn't need keep just needed me <laughs> yeah. uh, yep yep but then okay now it's the next morning cut to the next morning I guess yeah kind of so um, when we see Schmidt he's got like a bunch of luggage and it's kind of a joke that it's, it took me a while to get it, that he has a ton of luggage for just the weekend. Oh, are you going to mm-hmm. just the weekend? Oh, <laughs> so yeah, it's like way too much luggage for 
a weekend for a real person for a weekend definitely not enough luggage for moving out which just points out she's like a suitcase wouldn't even hold all your socks (laughs) that's so (laughs) funny but enough to make a point you know Mm -hmm. the the first batch of things I guess (laughs) yeah and yeah he still seems mad I said why why is he moving I think partly because he's still mad and yeah, I think he's mad at everyone. Still, and like they thought everything was good. Nick's like, "Don't do this." He's like, yeah. "I'm moving out." He's like, "Oh, you're the worst." <laughs> I thought we were fine. Yeah, but we are fine. I'm just moving. I'm just moving. Out. Yeah. He takes to douchebag Jai, which that his money, <laughs> like I, I mean, it's his money that he put into it. But I don't think that that's the destination of the douchebag jar like the final no. not be back to the douchebag. Right. the point is for him to be out that money not yeah, otherwise not for him you otherwise just it's a just a savings time account yeah you just put more money into it you'll have more later <laughs> right <laughs> is that, i i put a fly on the wall there because there's coins in the bottom of the douchebag jar when he grabs it like i wonder what he would have put most of the stuff has been dollar amounts and yeah maybe dollars. all he had was a bunch of coins that could be that could be it's cute two of them reference the spa weekend oh yeah oh you're going away for the thing (laughs) i think it's like perfect um i don't know if it's like the acting or the writing or the combination but how he stops in front of the elevator Mm -hmm. he's like take your last look it's gone so it's totally well the first time i watched this it was like you just assume that he's leaving leaving yeah he's gonna stand there and wait for the elevator it is his acting when he goes and turns to the door and just like waves goodbye (laughs) (laughs) yes it reminded me of i didn't mention it um but in the last episode when the guy from nick's father's estate comes and drops (laughs) off the money and then takes off running he runs past the elevator like towards that door and I don't know where the other hallway goes maybe there's stairs back there or something but yeah um but he like he ran past where he really would have been (laughs) able to escape which is funny because because Schmidt like pretends to stop at the elevator and then goes straight which is actually is his destination yeah that's funny (laughs) it is really funny he continues on to 4c he moved into the headquarters for Michael Keaton into the back cave cave. (laughs) yeah ghosts the line is um well, it's, it's funny that they're like, wait, you're just moving in across the hall. They're all yelling at him. He goes, well, I can't hear you because I'm gone. I'm gone. He's just behind the door. I mean, the door's open. He's just on the other side of the door jam. <laughs> I can see your feet. Schmidt, it would take me longer to walk from the kitchen to the bathroom than it would be from here to where you are. <laughs> and then, yeah, he shuts the door. They could still see his feet underneath. <laughs> also, <laughs> it was interesting timing because... He did come to the party and then while everyone else is having to clean up this morning, he moves yeah. out. He's just like, Peace. that's like the first <laughs> shot you see everybody cleaning up after the party. And you, it seems like everything's okay too, because he, it looks like he's cleaning up. Like he's dragging something. Yeah. Like it's going to be like a trash bag or something. And right, like, right. like hanging out with the roommates, cleaning up after the party. Everything's a new day. La la la. Yeah. Like, he's got, it's nothing. He's 
got a suitcase and he's leaving. Yeah. He, yeah. He leaves all the cleaning for them. It's much easier to move out than to clean up. <laughs> and he took the broom. And I know this because when he's living his alone life, he throws the broom and it sticks That's into that true. wall of bricks. So those bricks, bricks are certainly fake. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is funny. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to wonder if it was like improv, like wasn't written in there and it just like <laughs> I threw it and it got that, stuck. that's so this probably yeah yeah <laughs> I probably wouldn't want to point out that it's fake right but... that's so funny definitely um <laughs> yeah he also took the basketball and so I didn't know if he took the hoop right was <laughs> gonna bounce it around yeah it's so funny that even in his so he like relishes being alone for a while, like just yeah. lays around. I'm alone, I'm alone, I'm alone. Mm, he rides his bike around. Progression of him get like lonely. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like talking to Winston, and he's <laughs> shut up. Even in his imagination, he's like yelling, "Stupid jerk!" <laughs> Stupid mad at Winston. <laughs> <sighs> oh jeez. So I wrote some funny. some notes just about how I felt about all of this coming out for Schmidt. And like kind of the aftermath, like maybe some of it I said already, but it means they were even better friends, Nick and Schmidt. I feel like it's that's true. Yeah. Thing. He had had probably confided maybe more <clears throat> in Keaton or some things. Yeah, that, that nobody else knew. That Nick that he hadn't in Nick. So Nick did know things that right. Sorry, that sounded worse than what I meant it up. But it is a good thing. <laughs> but, yeah. And although, like, oh, even though, so they're better friends, even though he, I'm sure he'd feel hurt and vulnerable and like his trust was violated mm-hmm. for a long time. It'd be hard to get over that. Um, as soon as they told Jess, it was inevitable that it was going to come out. Jess abused well, the power. Yeah, I think too, because like Schmidt was already against Nick and Jess dating. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Jess was also now involved in this is like another fire under that issue that he's got probably True. i'm just thinking like why he moved out and stuff like mm-hmm. yeah like feeling ganged up on and yeah would add to it like mm-hmm. i already feel like i lost my best friend to you <laughs> right <laughs> right right and this is such a like a nick and schmidt thing right she really did like come in for a very superficial reason and ruin it all <laughs> like not that it should have been going on or anything like that but it was like it all fell apart so quickly yeah. and all Jess's fault <laughs> like, yeah for, for it was like kind of such a big deal in Schmidt's life badly. and it wasn't that big of a deal on her end yeah it wasn't her power to abuse but she abused the power it wasn't her place for mm-hmm. selfish reasons even though she was like worried about him too like it, right overall it, the you want him to be happier the intentions were good it always comes back to do the intentions matter more than like the outcome um which is why i'm just not 100 percent on board with her on this one because I, I don't think her intentions were all that positive i mean half and half I think and she, yeah she just like didn't take it seriously enough and just didn't care as much if it came out as a secret she should have taken as a sign that nick has been keeping the secret mm-hmm. like, that should be telling yeah. her something like but she's overriding that this is something between yeah like you said between those two like 
there, yeah. especially in that situation, you have to be so careful to not overstep that. Yeah. And this is so separate from like Schmidt and Cece. Like this is Schmidt's childhood, his whole life. Yeah. Like, his mom. Mom. Like, That's another thing. This is yeah. kind of a shared secret with Schmidt's mom. Like it's not even necessarily all just Nick's to tell either. Right. Like, what will she think of Schmidt knowing? Now, yeah, he's probably mad at her. Like, yeah. So either needed to be buried and forgotten forever, like Nick said once again, mm-hmm. as the voice of reason was trying to do. Like, it was a shady thing with good intentions and it got him through some hard times. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's harm in him, like, continuing to believe that it happened. Like, it shouldn't have continued to happen or come up now that the well, truth had to come yeah, out. Yeah, it's that. kind of like that argument of, like, does he need to know the whole story? <clears throat> and, like, part yeah. of my stance was, like, as long as you never do it again like right I'm sorry right. for he doing it never I, know. it wouldn't help him and I'll never you know like if it was something I was going to plan to keep doing or something then it's a different story but yeah right, right. It, wait, but then you point out like this was the doing it again like yeah. this was the if if you were gonna not ever tell him about the other times it would have you would have had to have not done it this time mm-hmm. it's already right too late. yeah you had to just never even brought any of this up to start with which is what nick tried to do mm-hmm. um and then i said maybe maybe uh, there isn't thing anything like this that isn't just bound to come out eventually anyway True. somehow yeah but mm-hmm. it was, it was kind of a sad just timing and schmidt's life it was bad timing really bad timing yeah poor schmidt and also like i feel like it gave him a lot of credit in this because we feel bad for him, but mm-hmm. he was also kind of a douchebag a lot of the time in this episode. Yeah, yeah, he was smug in he was general, wrong. like his yeah, his natural self. But mm-hmm. uh, he was a bully up until the point when he got beat up for being a bully. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when he that was when he was not being a bully. He was so sincerely sorry too. It I was know. So it was like so really bad. tried to help him. He so like actually felt bad. You could oh tell. God, I'm sorry. Like he didn't oh. mean to run over it. And I keep saying run over and back into like it was on it was the street. Just like bad timing. It was the sidewalks. They weren't driving. Nobody was driving a car. <laughs> right. <laughs> he specified. He didn't run over a kid. <laughs> he ran into a kid, not over a kid. Okay. <laughs> He backed and a up. bigger kid too it wasn't he, like a little bitty one backed up walking into a kid he didn't back into a kid <laughs> so it was all the bigger kids bigger kid friends who beat up schmidt <laughs> <laughs> oh but thankfully his so other friends funny. didn't help him I, it's like the downfall of the king or the the bigger your head gets the mm. this is this is the opposite yes. like he did have two women and this great 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 amazing celebratory for a man thing i guess sort of what and then um like the, the higher they fall? are the rise are they the higher you rise the bigger the they you fall are. yeah yeah that's, that's what it like is that. the downfall the, that makes pride. sense the farther yep. you walk, <laughs> we just keep saying the same thing over and over again and see if it sounds familiar. Like, well, now it sounds familiar because I said it 10 seconds I just ago. Said it, right? And you said it, but I said it. So, yeah, <laughs> like that. You know. But it, things are about to turn around. I think this is like the bottom for Schmidt. And the yeah. next episode is Coach. So, Coach is going to come into the picture. And I think we probably needed to feel a little bit worse for schmidt before we wanted as an audience before we would want good things for a good him. point 
So I think this was kind of um, the like center of that concept of like the balance. We know he did a bad thing, but now he's been really like punished for it for real. And now we're like, okay, let's let's be friends with Schmidt. Like (laughs) just that, like I just want Schmidt to be happy again. Like (laughs) I just want old Schmidt back. I miss him. Back to the way he, yeah, happy Schmidt. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure it was probably really hard not being able to hang out with Cece and Schmidt at the same time like Cece couldn't probably right. been over there at all right well that's um, definitely adding to the awkwardness of just the whole situation unforeseen benefit of having them accidentally run into each other and her having closure is probably now everyone maybe can spend more time together yeah yeah for sure with coach because we are gonna have more people return, return of coach yeah return of coach and um, well, Happy Endings was only three seasons, right? So I guess he must so. be done with that. Aww. <laughs> I'm sad <laughs> that he's done with that. It's such a good show. I know it is a good show. I do wish there was more of it, but I'm glad he came into this show too. You got to watch Pivoting, the girl that plays his yeah. wife on Happy Endings is on pivoting and it's really funny i just saw a commercial for that and i it looked funny and i remember you telling me about it like it's cute. once you get past You'll the like sad it. premise of it it's a funny yeah. show which it there's <laughs> okay. like moments that are you know like and you know but it's not like you know it's not like gray's anatomy or anything like that like i i think there's maybe like a I, big emotional i might have cried at the end of one episode but it's just because i cry at the end of every episode of everything that happens ever because <laughs> i cry all the time now it's Don't hard to avoid <laughs> it's yeah it's just it's just that the show was ending and i was sad it was over <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> that's black <laughs> yeah so who, did you have a favorite character Man, it's a tough one because everyone was really funny. Probably either Jess or Nick. I, I I think it's really funny that Jess gets like buzzed in this, and then mm-hmm. the way she talks is so cute and funny. Um, and then Nick is just always my favorite. <laughs> it's a it's an interesting episode too. I was thinking usually Jess is kind of a the protagonist, the good guy, mm-hmm. the one yeah. we agree with, the person True. whose eyes we're seeing most of this through. It's not typical for for us to kind of disagree with her. I think she's going too far. It's true. Um, Doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And so with good intention, like, uh, then there's the conversation about yeah. the intentions. Blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. <laughs> the one we don't need to have because it's there. Here's an example. <laughs> How, the, how it's so complicated. I think I have to say that Jess is my favorite solely for the Batman mobile scene. <laughs> I mean, if not, if nothing else, then for that alone, like, that one is, it's just really good. Too funny. It's the Batman mobile. Stand out. I really like her slurry words too. And she's trying mm-hmm. to tell Nick about it's Halloween <laughs> night. You can do whatever it you want. It is Halloween she night. <laughs> He's like, are you drunk? She p- puts her mask up a little. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna have to be to pull this off <laughs> you're not um, great with booze <laughs> I, I think i'm gonna pick nick because he's the voice of reason and he he like puts on the mask and he's like i didn't want to have to do this 
such a thing. Yeah, he's. I really believe him um, when he doesn't want to tell Jess. He doesn't want to use this. He doesn't want any part of it. (laughs) It's not really Winston's secret to tell either. He's like, "Don't do this. You're the worst." It's not really Winston's secret to tell either, Winston. No, Winston is very much an uh, instigator in this. He's a Winston gator. <laughs> but he, like, basically forces Nick to tell Jess the secret about Yeah, if you're not going to tell her, I like, will. There's that guy. Yeah. And he like, he immediately thinks that it's something they can use as a tool to fix Right. Smith. He's already told that he told her about it in that context. Like, yeah. well, like, it was his idea, basically, to get it back out and just just like ran with it mm-hmm. now, to be fair at that point just was framing it as because she wants the old schmidt back right right and that this is an extreme situation for schmidt it might it might have been the only thing but it didn't it backfired it didn't really work yeah. it like helped for one second now one it's second. just a hundred a thousand times worse it's much worse and now we can ever never 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 use it again never in fact no. it's probably going to be a really sore subject don't ever probably say talk the words about. michael keaton again. i know you kind of ruined batman oh, forever not batman forever batman again <laughs> yeah yeah you're gonna have to throw away your batman costume so there so there <laughs> <laughs> yeah Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone, Easter. <laughs> everyone, Easter. Get off your keister. Get off your Easter. Never mind. Get off your keister. Have <laughs> a good Easter. <laughs> uh, street use, you can you can email us at blueberrypancakespodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at blueberrypancakespodcast. You can um, listen to us and rate and review, subscribe where you listen. And you can also talk and eat and read and share and look, play and fold, (laughs) (laughs) click and cut. What are you folding? An apple. (laughs) Um, I was thinking phone (laughs) because I looked at my phone for inspiration. You fold your phone. The new flip phone. There's a new flip. Phone. There's a new flip phone. So if you have that, you can fold it. Fold. <laughs> well, you you can interpret these verbs however. I interpreted it as like laundry, and I was like, I don't think that's what she meant. And then I was like, origami, like fold paper. Oh, definitely fold paper. Fold for fold creativity. and poker. So you're folding. You could poke. That's another thing you could play poker. You can bet. Maybe don't. Maybe I shouldn't encourage gambling. I mean, you could. Hmm? It does say explicit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure it says explicit. I'll make sure it, does. <laughs> it doesn't. I don't yet. know. I did say F instead of the F word twice. Well, I encourage gambling, so we probably better keep an adult. <laughs> I talked about running over kids with cars. You did. That was the worst one. That was probably the down point of the episode. (laughs) Well, I don't want to make any speculation on that. Of our episode, not the new girl episode. (laughs) No, right. Exactly. At least it's talking about anyway. All right, everyone.
Well, you Get be good. Be good. Be bad. Be whatever you're gonna be. But eat good, the food. Be new. Be hungry. Be full. Be happy. Yeah. And bye. I love you. <laughs> bye bye.